have to eat the dream. You have to sleep the dream. You have to dream the dream. You got to touch. You have to see it when nobody else sees it. You have to feel it when it's not tangible. You have to believe it when you cannot see it. You got to be possessed with the dream. The dream. Yeah. What's up, guys, and welcome to Straight From The Chess Podcast. My name is Justin Groth, and I am your host on this personal growth and development podcast that I'm so thankful you're a part of right now. Listen, if this is your first time to the show, I just want to welcome you. And if this is your 259th time or anything in between tuning back in, I just want to thank you for your continued support, your loyalty, your listenership. It means a lot to me. And like always, please do me this solid. If this is a podcast that you derive value from or you believe anybody else would please do not hesitate to share with others link it on your stories on instagram at straight from the chest link myself at justin craig groth and uh just or even just spread it on facebook or or, or twitter what have you um I'm sorry, I should I should go back. It's not at straight from the chest. It is just straight from the chest. Link the podcast, please, and at me again, at Justin Craig Roth. It would do me a great solid again, and I just would appreciate it. So thank you in advance. So it's funny because every time I get on, and I just want to mention this real quick. Anytime I get on the podcast and that music starts playing, my intro music, which is E.T., the Hip Hop Preacher, or, or uh, Eric Thomas through Make Mill, uh, intro that I'm surprised I don't get flagged for more often than I do. <laughs> but, um, anyways, when that music starts playing, there's a certain type of glow that obviously you can't see, but it is, it becomes me. And I, and right when I start to speak, there's a smile on my face. It's not a big smile, but there's a smile nonetheless. And it's weird because I could be in deep meditation before even getting on the podcast. But once that music plays and once I start speaking, I have a smile and there's something to that people. There's something that you have to listen to inside that tells you to smile whenever you're doing something that you're, that seemingly is, you know, I wouldn't say not paying you out, but it's not to what, it's not to the degree that you want it to be yet. There's something inside of you that, that senses zeal in what it is that you're doing. And for that reason, you have to, it's almost obligatory for you to follow that pursuit, no matter where it goes. That's just a side tangent because that's just, I don't know. It's just something I felt when I was, when I came on and look, I feel that all the time, but I don't necessarily talk about it because it's not the point of the podcast, but it does have relevance to the podcast because again, it's something that you should follow, even though in the mainframe, you can't see where it's leading. Like I can't, I don't know where this is going. All I know is it's reaching a lot of people based on what my sound engineer says, but because you know, if this is your first time listening, you don't know this. So I will tell you, I do not pay attention to analytics. I don't consume analytics because I in part don't want them to consume me because they will, because I'm that person. And so I know that about myself and therefore I don't pay attention to who's listening. I don't even pay attention to comments unless you comment through my Instagram stories when I post the, when I post the link, 
But apart from that, I pay no mind because I just want to do what I'm, what I feel like I'm called to do, which is dispense here on the podcast and also bring you guests that have stories that you can relate to. And that could be of, of determining value towards whatever endeavor pursuit you're in, in case within the moment or after. But uh, again, that wasn't the pod. That wasn't a part of the podcast. It's just kind of a little side tangent. Um, I had a, a recent conversation with a guest that was actually on the podcast and she mentioned to me that she asked me actually in passing and if she lists, I don't want to out her, but if she listens to this, she'll know exactly who <laughs> that I'm, I'm speaking about. Um, she asked me who my mentor is and I told her I don't have a mentor and I don't believe in mentors. And this is just a, a, a fragment of the way that I think and what I believe in. But let me tell you why. First and foremost, I don't look up to anybody. And I don't mean that in a disparaging way by which no one is, is fruitful or worth their salt enough to look up to. I just have never been the kind of boy or man that looks up to anybody in any fashion apart from my father. Because to me, if I look up to you, this is how I frame it in my mind, guys. You're on the same level as my dad. And that is absolutely unequivocally false. You will never be on the level of my father. And I don't mean my heavenly father because we know we can't even reach that level. I mean, my earthly father and I've always, that's just something that that's just a a little believey. Okay. That, that, that I have, that I've always had and I can't get away from it and I don't care to. And the reason for that is what, well, what a, what I just said. And then I would also add to that, that once I have a mentor, I sort of have a direction and a blueprint. And I don't necessarily want another person's blueprint. I don't want to know how you did it because in part, I don't want to be a copycat of who you are. Now, that's not to say that people that have mentors and the mentorees, they move in the same fashion as their mentor. No. And I'm not saying that having a mentor is bad. This is just what... And how I move. This is not what. This is how I move, guys. The mentor is sort of a guider. But what I've learned is that, for example, don't I don't believe in having a mentor. I also don't really believe in reading too much. And I know that's, that's you know, to some level controversial. But reading is the same as listening to somebody for long periods of time. And what happens when you listen to somebody for long periods of time or read somebody's word for long periods of time, you become a sort of variant or a version of that person. You start to adopt their rhetoric, their lingo, etc., And that to me is not okay because I'm on this earth to set my own unique footprint in the soil. So for me, 
if I allow somebody else's indoctrinated view of said material view, uh, I'm sorry, um, ideology, etc., then I'm effectively just adopting what they are, but mouth, but vocalizing it through my own tone. That's not acceptable for me. And it just never has been. And what happens is I like everybody most, I shouldn't say everybody in any way because everybody's, there might be some person that just doesn't do this. So I'll be, I'll be uh, pretty exact with my words. Not like everybody, but most people start to, or they, they, they seek out a person that's sort of analogous to them and their frame of mind and their thoughts, etc. And even maybe in the way that they look, their style, how they speak, they're drawn to them, you know, sort of in a, in a native respect because they too kind of adopt these same character traits, right? So it's natural for that person to gravitate towards that person. But if you're not careful, you will become sort of a copy of that person because not only have they influenced you and impressed you with the way that they come up with the way that they display themselves, but you already kind of feel like you're sort of related to the person because they, again, they espouse certain things that are kind of analogous to you. And that's harmless in the beginning, but as you move forward and listen more fruitfully at this person or to this person, you start to unbeknownst to you, you start to adopt certain characteristics and even tonality and behaviors as this person does. And it's very, this is very common with comedians. When they look up to a certain comedian, they'll start to sort of act and move and mimic that's that comedian's character traits because they view them and they watch them. They study them so much and it's not their fault. It's just the way their brain is wired. Our brain is wired that way. So I, and so what happens is when I start to delve down this road, I have to catch myself and I have to stop and I have to stop taking in this person's literature or material because I shouldn't even say literature. Cause I, like I said, guys, I don't read. And I'm not saying that reading is a bad thing. I don't read. I might listen to some audiobooks here and there. That's a rarity. But I don't read. I I just and I don't even really like people ask me my favorite book. I don't have one. I can name off a couple books, but I'm not into books. I don't read. And I don't even think that to develop yourself, you need to be a reader. But here's the thing. When I start to when I start to listen to that person so frequently, I start to adopt certain character traits. I have to nip it in the bud quick because I know that that's not something that I want to espouse as someone else's behaviors, tonality, viewpoints, vocality, etc. And it's not that they're bad or they don't, they don't mean well, or they don't have valid and justified viewpoints, but I want to be my own. I want to be unique. I don't want to be brainwashed or diluted with someone else's indoctrinated views, vocality, if that's even a word, tonal expression, behavior, etc. I do not. 
That's important for me. And it's, it's something that should be important for you. I believe because it takes no work to just listen to somebody that's smart or that has clout or has a level of, a level of status that you are after. And then just kind of reiterate what they say in your own way. That's wrong. That shouldn't be a thing, but it is sadly. And it's because we're not thinking for ourselves. See what happens is, and this is what I told this gal. What happens is when you start to listen so avidly and frequently about this other person's viewpoints and, and just the way that they express themselves, you unbeknownst to you, you start to pick up their things and their character traits. And then you stop thinking for yourself. You stop reflecting for yourself because why? Because you don't have to any longer because you've already got the, the basically the answers in the blueprint from this other person. That's a bad thing. That's not, well, I shouldn't say bad, but there's a problem with that. There's a problem with that because you effectively not being able to think you're abandoning multiple avenues of your identity. You're just, you're just absolving yourself from the possibility of you inventing a nuanced, unique person, human being. It's, it's crazy to me, but it's almost, it's so normal for people to have mentors. It's so normal for you to have a, have a litany of books on your bookshelf to say that you've read. It's so normal and it's almost praised that what's controversial is if you don't do those things, I'm here to tell you, you can be great and not do any of that shit. And I'll prove it to you. I'm going to have to have time, but I'll prove it to you. I do not believe that once you, I do not believe that you need those things to be anybody. And furthermore, I do believe that it should be an obligation and non-negotiable for you to think for yourself and adopt your own viewpoints, not only viewpoints, but that, but that are based on a, a veracity that is visceral to you and innate to you. On top of that, being reflective on where you mess up in life and those being learning lessons for you so you can apply those also to your rhetoric down the line. But if you just adopt somebody's something, like I'll give you an example, guys. I used to listen a lot to Jordan Peterson and a lot to Stephen Furtick. I stopped because I started to talk like them. And when I found, when I started to realize that, that was disgusting to me, not because the individuals, cause they're superb individuals. It's clear they're superb. And if you don't know who they are, Stephen Furtick, Jordan Peterson, look them up, please. They are superb. However, I am not willing to abandon my own unique way of tonal expression and the ability to dispense and convey because God gave me that. 
So that's something that I'm willing to A, not abandon and B, I'm willing to refine it actually. That's what I want among many other things to refine, but that's one of them. That's the main one. And I would implore you to do the same guys. Do the same. Don't think that you need direction. You need experience. You need to be taught. Sometimes you need to suffer and that sucks to say, but sometimes we need that and to be able to have a mind of our own, to be able to think and dispense and convey, illustrate, etc., in the ways that are unique and native to us. Done.